From the Utah School Counselor Association, this is The Sounding Board, where school counselors share ideas. I'm Hilary Emmer, and on the show this week, I got to talk with Dr. Michelle Golightly and Bethany Marker, who both began working for the Utah State Board of Education, USBE, in August 2021 as our new school counseling program specialists. Michelle has been a school counselor for eight years and worked most recently at Granite Connection High school. Outside of work, she enjoys watching college football, attempting home repairs, and spending time with her family. Bethany has been a professional school counselor for 18 years. She worked most recently as the lead counselor at Salem Hills High School. Bethany loves hiking with her family, traveling, reading, eating, going to her children's events, and watching the Utah Jazz. We can't wait for you to hear these ideas. Let's get to it. We've got Michelle Galately and Bethany Marker from the USBE. Yay! They are um, coming. Um, they, they started this summer uh, with Jerry uh, retiring and Kim um, moving on to her next big, wonderful career thing, which uh, you guys have probably already heard her episode um, with what she's doing now. So uh, I thought it would be awesome if we could just uh, learn about you guys. Who are you? Um, tell us your name. Did I say your names right? Um, you know, all the things, just tell us a little bit about yourselves and maybe start with Michelle and then we'll go to Bethany. Sure. Um, so I'm Michelle Golightly. I am obviously one of the new um, school counseling program specialists. I was previously a professional school counselor in Granite School District, um, did that for eight years Um I was also involved in USCA, so I was the president for USCA in 2019 to 2020, so pre-pandemic time. So our last in-person conference, um, I actually have my fill your bucket cup right here next to me. Unfortunately, this soda was not free. <laughs> Darn it. Right? But um, so that was my big con contribution to USCA, I think, was that conference. Um, but that's awesome. Yeah, that was, that's, I think gone down in the history books is one of our all-time favorites as well. And we've gotten a lot of great feedback on that one. So that was a good time. Yeah. All right, Bethany, you're in the hot seat. Hi all I'm Bethany Marker. I come from Nebo school district where I was a lead counselor. Um, I've been a school counselor for 19 years. Before that, I worked as a licensed substance abuse counselor at the Utah County Jail for several years. And I actually got my bachelor's in social work before I did my master's in school counseling. I love working in school counseling. A couple of things about me. I love being outdoors when it's warm. I love hiking, um, spending time with family and friends. I love reading and anything with music. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so I was a choir teacher before I was a school counselor. So I, uh, the music, that's always like a big piece of my heart too. So I appreciate that. Um, yeah. Are you a, a pianist, a singer or all the things, all the things above. I actually did music therapy when I worked in the substance abuse program. Very so cool. Sang and danced and did all sorts of stuff. So yeah, it was good times. That is really awesome that, you know, I wanted to be a lot of things. Um, I was interested in a lot of things and music therapist was one of the things on my 
on my list. So that's awesome. (laughs) Well, um, what about um, now that you guys are in these positions with USBE? um, I don't know if you guys have specific roles that you guys do. How are you um, kind of dividing things out? I like, you know, with Kim and Jerry, it was like, Kim was more secondary. Jerry was a little more elementary. Are you guys in a similar setup or have you guys adjusted things a little bit? Um, maybe tell us a little bit about that um, perspective in these roles at USBE. Sure. So um, when Michelle and I came on, we actually got put under the prevention program. So the school counseling team used to be under safe and healthy schools. And they decided that prevention, because school counselors are so involved with prevention and being the first line of defense, uh, they decided to move us over to that. And in the process of moving us over to that, because we're a K through 12 program, uh, Michelle and I are doing both. So we both are working with elementary. We are both working with secondary. We have divided the duties among those. Um, So Michelle's doing the elementary grant where I'm doing the grow your own grant. So there are a couple of things that we are working on in both of the areas, but we are really focusing on school counselors being a K through 12 program. Awesome. That's, I know one of our USCA goals as well. So I love that. That's we're we're united on that for sure. Uh, All right, Michelle, is there anything you would add to that? Or did Bethany kind of cover all of that? Um, I think she did a great job covering that. I would just add, if you're not sure who to contact, you can always email both of us or one of us and whoever is the lead person on that um, will get it to the right place. So we are happy to get double emailed. Awesome. I was going to ask that (laughs) if there was like a, here's who to talk to about this, but everyone can just kind of email you guys and you guys will sort it on your end. It sounds like. Okay, cool. So as you guys have well, Gal, how long have you guys been in now? I know Bethany, you've started a little bit before Michelle, um, but really this summer. Um, so you guys have been in there a little bit now. Uh, do you have any goals that you guys have outlined of what you want to do, like where you're seeing the need is, the direction things are going? Um, what can you tell us about that? So one of the things that I think everyone is aware of is that there's a shortage of school counselors. That's definitely on our radar and working with those grants, hopefully to improve those numbers. So um, also working with pre-service programs to see what their capacity is and what we can do with still keeping that balance so we don't flood the market and then have people graduating and not having a place to get a job at. And so just balancing that. But I think everyone knows that we need more school counselors along with a ton of other professionals in our schools. Um, So that's definitely something on our radar. Um, Mm -hmm. I would say that's a a big thing. And then also kind of we're working on um, some different ideas with training and uh, updating, maybe creating some micro credentials for some different expertise for school counselors so that they can get some USBE credit Mm-hmm. while also getting professional learning and things like that. So that's another thing that's on our radar that we have goals set to work on. Awesome. Are you noticing that shortages are in certain pockets in the state? Is it, um, is it just pretty much everywhere? What are the things that you guys have seen with that? So right now it's actually um, the feedback. We actually sent out a survey last week And most of the feedback we're getting is 
that it's our larger school districts who are um, a little bit short on numbers, which is interesting. A lot yeah. of our smaller school districts, I think, have retained people and, and maybe larger school districts. I'm not sure why, if people are moving around. We're also seeing it with our charter schools um, a little bit with being able to find school counselors there. Interesting. That is really interesting. And also a good plug for data, right? You don't know if you don't ask, <laughs> right? Yeah. You don't know if you don't ask the questions. So that is really interesting. So, so um, if a USCA member out there is looking yeah. for a job, you're like, man, I can't find an opening. No. E yeah. Email Michelle or Bethany because I think they might know of some places <laughs> that, yeah. Um, I also think the micro credentialing is, uh, is a really interesting idea. I don't, I don't know if you can even speak on that a little more, if there are um, certain areas you're looking at, or if it's not, not yet to be released, but will be, um, if there's any little teasers you could set out there for us on that one. Yeah. So that's really like the proficiency based is what we're doing in schools, right? With students, like demonstrate your competency, show yeah. your, so let's do that for our educators, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Instead of maybe taking courses or going through, you know, a training program, how can you show that you already know this information? Um, so we're looking at obviously anything related to school counseling. So all of that college and career readiness stuff, some of the mental health stuff. Um, if you're interested in that right now, there already are some micro credentials available um, around trauma and crisis response um, mm -hmm. that you're doing if you feel like you want to get that um, micro credential. But um, the rest of them are still on the way trying to yeah. just what that looks like so we can support um, school counselors to get that professional development and just grow their skill set. That's awesome. So if someone's interested in one of those right now, what's the best way for them to look into that or get signed up to do something like that? Yeah. So if you go to your Midas, um, micro credentials okay. should be one of the tabs across the top and they have tons of different options. Um, so then you can also earn USBE credit for those. Um, they have it set up so you could do like one and then they're like little Legos and you can stack them to kind of build to get a stack. Um, so there's a lot of training there already. That, um, That's there and ready to look at. Native, the AIAN, um, that's oh. in our program, that's in um, a micro-credential now. That's very cool. Um, I'm just, I'm jotting a couple of notes. I'll put a link to the Midas, uh, that just website for everybody in the show notes. And then you guys can just link right to that and, um, go check those out directly from the podcast. So, um, that is very cool. And I, um, anticipate that you're going to get some counselors who are going to be doing that and really like that. So, um, anything new or any updates that everyone needs to know about or have on their radar? Uh, Michelle, or let's have Bethany start on this one. I'll try to alternate. <laughs> sure. So one thing that we've been working on, um, I actually started the middle of August and Michelle started at the end of August. So there was about a month and a half of not having a USB counseling specialist. So as we came mm -hmm. in, there were lots of things for us to get caught up on. And yeah. one of the things that is new for this year that we're working on, um, is the updates and essentials for elementary school counselors. Ooh. And that will be starting in January. So we're, we're working with an advisory committee and uh, getting that information updated and hoping to have that Canvas course. But we are planning on having that start in January. 
Michelle's taken the lead on that. So I'll let, I'll turn it over to her to talk okay. more. That was what I was going to mention of something new and exciting happening. Yay. It is new and exciting. That's awesome. Right? So all of those elementary school counselors that want to get their CCR certificate, this is that component too. So starting the spring semester in January, like Bethany said, that will be available. Um, it'll have a lot of similar information to the secondary since it is a K-12 program, but it'll be also integrating things from the elementary implementation guide that are elementary specific. Nice. Um, so that will be coming out soon. So we're super excited for that and to get more elementary supports in place. Um, and like we mentioned at the start, just really reinforcing that it's a K-12 program. Yeah, I love that. That message is uh, just becoming more and more solidified and um, you know more clear and that... Um, we just know that's the next evolution for our state, right? That that's, we've got to just build K through 12 programs. We can't just be secondary only. It's, um, it's, it's not, um, it's not enough anymore, you know, and I really appreciate hearing that. So on behalf of elementary counselors and secondary counselors, thanks for putting those in place and starting the work with that. So we really can be K through 12. I think that's really awesome. Um, Anything else new that you want to add? Um, I feel like there's just so many things going on. I don't know that there's new. Um, we, are, we did want to talk a little bit about CTE surveys. Perfect. And the data projects template. It was new last year. We did have some school counselors who um, filled out their own form on that. We really encourage everybody to use the template because it helps to set it to the Excel sheet where we can collect the data better. Mm -hmm. And then we're working with CTE surveys so that school counselors don't have to recreate the wheel on data projects. Uh, CTE surveys will have data projects in there that other schools have done. They have a rating system. You can go in and see what they did and how they did it. And if you wanna use that specific project. So I love the idea of collaborating with counselors. I think oh, sometimes God. we try to recreate the will when there's so much information and, and data out there. So we're mm -hmm. excited to work with CTE surveys and, and partner with them. And as they continually update and improve their website, um, I think it's a great partnership. Yeah. And I think you, um, that is definitely something I hear that people or counselors are generally a little nervous about, or just don't feel quite as comfortable with is the data project. And well, what do we write? How do we do this? What can I do? Um, so the idea that there's a little hub of here are some good ideas and you can literally just say, we're going to do this project. This is what we need. And, and you can see a good format for what to follow. I think that is a great tool, um, that, that counselors and, and our programs could really use. You had mentioned like the templates. So the benefits of using that template are that, um, like what is the real benefit that you guys see for people to use that template versus other things? I'll jump on that one. Mm -hmm. Obviously because the template's already there, you don't have to create something yourself, right? That's mm -hmm. it has everything that we're looking for. So you're not going to miss anything, but the most exciting part, I think in, in my opinion is that we can um, give all that information to CTE -E surveys and mm -hmm. then pull from that template 
if everything's in the same place, they can pull all of that information out really easily. So yeah. that with, we basically can do a data project on data projects. Yes, I love that. <laughs> so they're pulling all of that information out to say, what percent of our projects are, you know, in access, attainment, achievement, right? Mm -hmm. Subgroups are we targeting most often? What are these interventions about? What's happening at each level? So if they're all yeah. in the same place in the same format, it makes it so much easier to pull that data. Mm -hmm. um, and they're working on right now from last year's data projects. So we're hoping that, you know, into the winter or the new year that we'll be able to share some of that um, statewide data about what we're doing for data projects and their hey. effectiveness. Oh, good. I, that was one of my questions too, because I think that's, um, I totally see the benefit of that too. And, and we can see how we're trending as a state, or even you could see those trends as a district or an area in the state, uh, which I think are just really powerful for counselors to use in the work that they're doing every day to advocate for their, this is why we're important. This is why we help. This is why we are needed. Um, and it just all, you're doing the work, but then I think now you can also see how that work of doing the data project is coming back to you to help you. It's not like you just send it into cyberspace and you're like, okay, I did it, but let, now what? So here's the now what side of it, which I think is, um, really, really impactful and, um, hopefully helps everyone see that this, this is why they are helpful. Um, even if they're hard, that this is why it's good to be doing them and um, to use the tools that are, are available to make it as easy as possible. So. And speaking to that, Hillary, yeah. um, we've had some elementary school counselors ask if they should be doing data projects and where we're trying to get more elementary counselors and be more of a K through 12 program it's really great to be able to have that data and show your principal, hey, this is where I'm making a difference. This is where I'm impactful in the school. And then principals go, wow, yes, for sure. We need to keep elementary yes. counselors. And so even though they're not part of the, of the school counseling program funding seventh through 12th grade, we are on a path of trying to get there, to get mm -hmm. funding for elementary, more funding with our legislature. Yeah. And I think if we can use data projects to impact that, I think it's really useful and helpful. So if you're an elementary counselor and you're wondering, should I be doing that? I think it's a great idea to look at ways that you can do that and use that for your school, your district, your LEA, um, to start getting that information, that data out there. I agree a hundred percent. It's going to, you back up what you're saying instead of, well, it feels like I'm helping. You actually can say, I am helping. I can show you. And that's a lot more powerful than just like, well, it kind of seems like it. Right? Right. And, and I think data is just, this is where we are. It is the, the word that everyone's looking to, you know, from the local level, to the state level and the legislation. This is what uh, people are really trying to use um, evidence and uh, um, the, they want to know that what they're doing is actually going to be helpful or is something that's good and, and want to have a little bit of backing when, they, when they're doing that. So, um, and I would also say if it feels overwhelming or like a lot of extra stuff, 
think about things you're already doing because there probably is a way to just make it gel together. And there, you know, I'm sure you guys will help with that, but reach out to other counselors. Um, we're all here to help you do that. And don't just discount it that it's hard and don't do it. You know, that's my plug too, is that it's, it, it may be easier than you think, and you're probably already doing a lot of things and it just comes to just writing it down and being intentional about it. And that's not a bad thing, really. I agree. Can I just add in that also, it's so important to share that data project or any mm -hmm. data that you're collecting. I know school counselors can be a little modest and like, you know, we don't want to <laughs> say we're great and awesome. Yeah say we're great and awesome we got to be out there you know leading the charge saying school counseling is important and here's the data and really focus on that it's the program um, and it's mm -hmm. not like me personally so a little bit of a mind shift to say this is what the program provides keep having school counselors absolutely and it sounds like and maybe you guys can speak on this too but you're not asking them to do something you guys are not doing. You know, you, you guys are sharing that data in the work you're doing too, to say, this is why, this is why like elementary counselors are going to be helpful. This is why counselors in secondary are making a difference with graduation rates. You can see this, um, maybe talk about that a little and, and show how, um, you guys are also doing that too. in the work that you're doing. So the work they're doing is also helping at that level as well. I don't know who wants to talk on that one. I think just like you mentioned, um, the people that are making those financial decisions of what, where is the money going to go? They mm -hmm. want data that they're making a good choice of where that's going to go. And um, so I think having that information is super powerful when you're having those conversations. And I think it's also really useful to have when we're having conversations just with other professionals um, so that school counselors are getting a seat at that table, right? If you're mm -hmm. having a leadership team meeting, school counselors need to be there and you can say, well, here's the data why, because we're doing X, Y, and Z. We need to be involved, you know, in those decisions. And also that we're working to make things equitable for students, right? And looking mm -hmm. at school policies and looking at so many different areas. Um, so school counseling and our school counseling program is just so powerful because we do so many things, right? It's kind of a double-edged sword that we do yeah. so many things that it's hard to say, what do we actually do, right? <laughs> yeah. I just gave a presentation on what do school counselors do? And we mm -hmm. talked for an hour and a half and we didn't even get that deep on something. <laughs> You're like, just oh, doing no. the list. <laughs> right? There was like 50 something slides and it was just scratching the surface on what school counselors do. Yeah. So and yet no, no school counselor would be surprised by that. Right. Like we'd be like, Oh, right? don't forget about this. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then but, but that we presented to you. Oh, sorry, Michelle, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, but everyone that we presented to was amazed at all the many things that school counselors do. And I think sometimes they don't realize all the behind the scenes, um, yeah. things that we're involved in. And I was going to bring up part of the school counseling program is board approval and um, your, your board, your LEA has to approve it. And so they see the things that you're doing. And Michelle and I also have to do our school counseling for the state and get board approval. So we do the same thing on a state level that you are doing at a district and school level. So it's just part of the program, part of presenting the awesome things that we do and the data projects and just showing that school counselors are needed and advocating for our profession. Yeah, that's really awesome. 
yeah, I think it sounds like you guys are, you're hitting the ground running. Is that a good way to explain <laughs> it? And you're, uh, you're, you're carrying the banner. And, um, I think that uh, it's just, it's validating to hear you're just continuing the great work, the, the good things that have been in place and also looking for ways to just make it better. Um, and not just, Oh, okay, we're here and that's it. It's like, no, let's also add this. Now let's do this. And, um, so on behalf of school counselors, I, I appreciate you. We all appreciate you and the work that you're doing. So, um, is there anything else you guys want to add that we didn't really like formally ask or talk about that you just want to make sure um, counselors know about or just any general advice you would give out there um, to everyone as they're kind of coming to the end of this first quarter of the school year? I would say, um, please take care of yourselves. It has been a rough couple of years with COVID and I think school counselors are so busy taking care of everybody else that yeah. we're getting a lot of feedback that there's burnout and I get it. I've been there too. So um, just really self-care, please focus on yourself. Um, take some time every day to maybe write things you're grateful for or meditate or exercise mm -hmm. or do whatever you do. Take a hot bath if that's your thing. Yeah, I love Diet Dr. Pepper, so <laughs> now I have to have my Diet Dr. Pepper, whatever. But yeah. really, really, really make time to take care of yourself because we need you. We don't want to lose more counselors to burn out. Um, you're doing so many great things for so many other people. Take time to do great things for yourself. That's great. Oh, that's really good. We all we all need to hear that. I think. <laughs> Um, I, I, you know, that's a perfect way to end this. Um, if people need to reach out to you is what's the best way, a phone call, an email, what's, what's the best way for people to reach you guys. If they do have questions on anything that we talked about today or other things that, you know, pop up later. Email is definitely the best way to reach us. And you can find our emails on the USBE website on the contact us page, but it's just our names. Um, but yes, definitely email. The phones are a little tricky. So if you want a quick response, you can email. <laughs> the phone, we've been through different phone numbers. And <laughs> so, so they might get somebody uh, very random. <laughs> I mean, so yeah. I guess if you want to have a little fun and see who you get. <laughs> right? No, that's awesome. And I will put a link in the show notes to that contact us page. So people can just click right from there too. So um, thank you so much to both of you. Thank you for the work you're doing. Thank you for the insight you shared and just, um, helping to advocate for counselors K through 12 and just really, um, all the things you're doing to continue the work and to keep moving the work forward. And thanks for talking to me today. I'm excited for everyone to hear this episode. And I know that people are going to get a kick out of hearing from you guys and hearing your voices and getting to know you guys a little bit better. Thanks, Thank you, Hillary. Yeah. Okay. Thanks you guys. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the sounding board, email the sounding board at utschoolcounselor.org to send us your questions and ideas. If you like our podcast, please rate and review our show. It helps other school counselors find us. Links and additional information for any references from today's episode are in our show notes. 
check out our website at utschoolcounselor.org where you can listen to past podcast episodes, register for any of our professional development opportunities, and become a member of the Utah School Counselor Association. USCA members also receive bi-monthly newsletters to stay up to date on current Utah School Counseling news, events, and issues. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at UT School Counselor and on Twitter at USCA Tweets. The mission of the Utah School Counselor Association is to support professional school counselors in their work for students through advocacy, professional development, recognition, and support. This podcast would not be possible without the support of our members. We'll have more ideas to share with you next week. Let's go. Let's go.